Hey, I'm Orlando Duque, and I'm a professional cliff diver from Colombia. I've had so many incredible career highs, from winning 13 world titles to holding two Guinness World Records. But after 20 years, I ended my competitive career at the end of the 2019 season. In this podcast, I'm going to take you into the mindset of some of the world's best cliff divers, how they overcome fear, pressure, and how the exhilarating feeling of rushing through the air from 27 meters is so addictive. We're going to hear from experts too, such as psychologists, physiotherapists, coaches from inside and outside the sport. We'll find out how they ensure the athletes are always in optimum condition. And we'll get into other sports and approaches, talking to adventurers, other pro athletes and visionaries, and we'll explore the places that mindset and focus can take us in everyday life. I'm Orlando and welcome to my world of diving. On today's episode, I'm talking to Olivier Morneau-Ricard, the youngest judge of the Red Bull Cliff Diving World Series. We talked about being a judge in his 20s, how fairness plays a massive part in the judging process, and how not to take his judging skills into his daily life. Olivier, welcome to Orlando's World of Diving. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me, Orlando. Olivier, let's start at the beginning. Uh, let's talk about yeah. uh, your background and, and then how do you become uh, a cliff diving judge from there? Yeah, sure. So uh, basically, I used to uh, I used to be an athlete. I, I retired. You know, my retirement was a bit uh, earlier than than yours, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> you know, I started diving uh, at a very young age. Um, you know, I got into high diving very early in my career. I was doing diving shows, and uh, this is when I did my first high diving. It was I was 14 years old which was, uh, you know, a bit crazy at the time. But uh, I kept doing diving shows during the summer all the way to, uh, I think, the age of 22. And then when I retired in my diving career, I, I wanted to stay in touch with, uh, you know, the diving family and, um, you know, stay uh, in touch with my friends all over the world. So I decided to, you know, go into judging. So I became a, a diving judge. So um, they sent me over Dubai in 2016 during the... The, the, the Red Bull cliff diving, uh, you know, during the night event back then. And, um, Ooh, tricky one, tricky one. Exactly. And then, so I learned with uh, Claudio De Miro, who is the, the, the head judge, and it's been very good since then. You know, I've judged uh, World Cup, World Championships, and it was my first season in the Red Bull cliff diving series. But, um, it, like, how's that process? Of course, like, you know, you may get one invitation, come here, uh, check out this event, but but I'm, I'm sure there is a process where you're certified as a, as a high diving, cliff diving yes. judge. I mean, for diving, of course, you know, we have all this training and all that, and it's very yeah. uh, specific. And finally, I think we have that same for uh, cliff diving. So how, how, what was that process like? Well, judging high diving is, is you know, with the program with, with FINA and Red Bull, it's fairly new. In 2017 was the first uh, high diving judge um, certification program with exams and, and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I was there, I was present and um, just to enter the family and start judging, you know, internationally, you get one invitation, you have to do good, you know, I'll be honest with you, you need to be consistent. And then after that, you get, you get another one, then, uh, you know, you end up, uh, you know, being on the roster. And uh, 
being invited by Red Bull was a fantastic opportunity. Uh, yeah, I think I think that has improved a lot. Uh, the uh, yeah. the World Series, you know, having a s certified judges, we know is is better preparation for the judges. Uh, you know, more yeah. knowledge of the rules. Um, how long did it take you? Because I mean, diving and high diving, the basics are the same, but rules yeah. and regulations uh, varies quite a lot. So how long did it take you yeah. that transition from diving to, to cliff diving? I see it the same way as when you train for diving and then you train for high diving, you know, like, and, and also, you know, an athlete needs to train all year long to become, you know, a very good athlete. Well, a judge needs to do exactly the same thing. You know, we, we have to come prepared to those events. We have, you know, I watch hours and hours of, of video and I watch Red Bull cliff diving series from back in 2015 all the way to now just to keep my eye, keep the touch. And so the transition was fairly smooth because I had a lot of knowledge in high diving as well. I think the main problem not the main problem, but the, you know, the biggest difficulty for new judges in high diving is there's so many somersaults, so many twists <laughs> and numbers are different. So when they look at a dive, they might get a bit confused. But for me, it was probably the easiest part because I've been around, you know, diving for, for a while, for, you know, almost eight years. So I don't know if I approach you on your first competition, but what I always go and tell the judges on their first appearances, don't get too impressed everybody does a lot of flips and somersaults and twists you know because the first time they see is like wow this is crazy man oh my like, god listen, it's, it's, it, it's gonna be one after the other so it, i think i think that's uh that's an interesting part to 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 and 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 also when you look at back in you know four or five years ago and then you look at the last world series in 2019 the improvement yes you have more somersault more twists but also the quality of dive has improved by so much. And uh, as a judge, we need to all be on the same page and see that kind of involvement and adapt our, our judging uh, with that. So a dive that it was worth a nine, a nine and a half back, you know, four or five years ago might not be worth exactly the same thing this year. A little bit more strict now. Exactly, exactly. Well, we say more strict, but I think the last season was probably the season that has the, the most perfect scores. The judges are getting better, but the divers are also getting better. So that's a good combination. Olivier, um, after your first year at Ripple Cliff Diving, um, what surprised you the most? I mean, what you thought, oh, this is cool. It's funny that you asked me the question because I was, you know, I was thinking about, uh, I lived so many crazy experiences And uh, I was used to judge from a perfect position, which is like, you know, in high diving, 30 meters away from the platform, three meter high, perfect vision, nothing that is that is going to bother you left or right to go and judge in um, on a boat. And there's <laughs> three meter waves for three hours sitting there. Then. <laughs> And then, or, or hanging on a cliff where you hold the, the cliff by one hand, you lean on over the water to be able to see the dive. Then you come back to put your score in. I think this surprised me the most. And I think that was the most challenging part for me. Then the other thing that surprised me the most was just the family over, like uh, organizing committee, the staff, the divers, the judges, just 
everyone is so close and 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 helping each other and and supporting each other so that's another thing that surprised me the most yeah. that's 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 really cool and and it's interesting to hear that from the judges because we always talk as divers like oh the conditions change for us so much and everything is so tricky and we dive from a bridge and from a cliff but you guys are in the same situation because we have to put you in a position that that you're actually you know have, having a tough time to to get comfortable and let, let me tell you a story um i think it was in portugal and um we're judging on the boat it was you know the first two dives and um it was so wavy and windy it's hard to keep the boat at the right position right because you, you put some, the mortar on and then move back because you're being pushed by the waves and um for a couple dives we could see for example the takeoff we couldn't see the middle part of the dive because we would go behind the cliff then we could see the entry it's just very hard to judge because you have to judge what you see. You cannot judge what you expect to see. That's one of the main rule in, in judging, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess I guess you answer one of the questions I had. It was like, if you ever missed a dive, because I mean, of course we go on the platform and give you a signal that we're ready, we dive, but I'm in the air. I don't know what happened with the judges. So uh, what what do you guys do in this case? I mean, how do you, how do you score the dive? How do you interpret what you saw? Well, it gets complicated. It gets a bit tricky. It depends on your position, but if, if four out of five judges could see it well, you can see, hey, you raise your hand, you go tell the referee, you say, hey, there's no way I could have judged this dive because the boat moved, I didn't see anything. Well, they would just consider only the four scores and do an average of the four scores instead of doing the normal calculation. They have to. But if, if for example, you miss a part of the dive, in, in cliff diving, you, you have to give the score that, that it deserves. So we have to give the score of what we saw. And unfortunately, sometimes we'll look at the video after and we're kind of disappointed. Oh my God, you know, it was not, I don't think it was the right score, but <laughs> this is the game. This is yeah. how it works. And so we're doing our best with that. I always, I always try, because I mean, to be honest, I fight a lot with the judges <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, in no, a good way. It's, it's not fighting. And, 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 and that's another thing too. For us, you know, it's normal. The athletes are training. This is their job. This is how they make a living. I expect them to make sure that we're doing our work well. And and when I sit on the chair, for me, this is a game time. This is, okay, I have a few friends, you know, the divers are my friend, but we have to be there with every single diver. If if we as divers make mistakes, it's okay. The judges every now and then can make <laughs> mistakes too. Uh, it, we'll be fine at the end. Uh, Olivier, can you, let, let's explain, you know, as, as, as easy as possible, how to judge a competition uh this can get tricky but but you know let's let's see let's test your experience and see how easy can you explain uh judging a competition so that that's a i, I prepared for that one um <laughs> because obviously we have a rule book with hundreds and hundreds of rules that we need to take into account which uh, you know some of the rule will say you need to deduct from half to two points and some of the mistakes but in general the main thing we're trying to do as judges is to be fair with all the athletes. For us, the most important thing is who came first? Did they deserve to, to be first? Who came second? Was it the second best diver? The ranking for us is the most important. And the way we do it is we need to compare the divers from one to the other. And this is how we can be as fair as possible. For example, you are uh, the first diver and you do a fantastic dive and the judges are going to give you eight and a half, okay? 
And then two divers after is Gary, Gary Hahn, does a better dive. Well, we have to compare. We cannot only give him eight and a half. That wouldn't be fair. So we have to increase the score, go to nine, nine and a half, because that's, you know, that's the way it is. And, and you know, we, that just, that's how we can control the ranking a little bit. The curse of the first diver comes from there. <laughs> I, let, me, let me try to explain what's the curse of the first diver. Nobody wants to start the competition. Why? Because it's kind of like everything. It's kind of everything is kind of cold. Everybody's warming up. The judges are warming up. The crowd is warming up. And the first diver goes. And it, it almost feels like there's a hesitation to score high. Because from there, you need that comparison you're talking about, right? So, exactly. so where do you go from there? Well, that's the thing, you know, and, and the, the, the few first dive will dictate the range of the score of the whole competition, basically. It's a bit tricky to give very, very, very good score because you don't have any room to go higher. And, and, and that's a problem. And if another diver does better, well, they will have to give, you know, to get the same score. And we don't want to be stuck like this. But in the other end, so if we don't give a good score, the diver will be not that happy. But if you look at the final standing, the final standing is good because the whole competition, the judging will be a bit lower. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it should be. It should reflect on the result and not just an individual yeah. dives, because because that should that could be a little bit more tricky. And I've I've seen that happen sometimes. The the the, the women's competition ends, and 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 the judging was at one level, and then the men's competition starts, and maybe it's a little bit lower. And it, and it's probably a different point of comparison, a different beginning, and and that can that can be perceived. But you know, you you probably have to understand this what you're explaining to to know what what the judges are actually doing exactly so uh, this is the the, the the important thing to to take from what i just said is the score the number at the end is not the reflection of the you know the competition maybe she did her best competition if you look at the dives dives per dives she's never done a better or he never did a better competition than this but the score might not be might not reflect this but the ranking will we, we use our knowledge, we use our experience, we use what we've learned with the time, and then we, we make you know, a statement with a score of what we think it's, it's worth and to be fair with everyone. And you, know, you, you might see some difference in the scoring. You know, sometimes it's gonna be one point and a half from a judge to the other, because there's so many rules that say that you, know, you can deduct from one to two points or one to three points. And, this is our opinion. Yeah, you, it's open for you to interpret and, and give your score. Exactly. In a panel, we have five judges. Yes. And, and those five yes. judges each give a score. And then to get to that average, to get to a more fair score, then we eliminate the highest and the lowest score. And then we keep those three. And even if the five judges gave their own interpretation, Ideally, we should keep the three that are in the, you know, in that average. It should be closer to what the dive was actually worth. Yes. And then you multiply that number by the degree of difficulty. So it, each dive has a specific degree of difficulty. And the way we calculate it is a very complicated formula, you know. And um, so each dive, you know, before the competition, we know exactly what is the degree of difficulty. We don't, as a judge, we don't take this into account. It's not because you do a bigger dive that you will get bigger scores. No, 
we judge exactly the dive and you know the bonus you get for doing a, a bigger dive comes from the come from the dd and the degree, the degree of difficulty exactly the judges are just looking at execution and and uh, exactly. i have an easier way to explain degree of difficulty if you do more okay. you get more you do more flips you do more somersaults you stand on your hands you you get more value for that so it's it's it, the formula we have is really complicated and i think it can always be improved but if you do more <laughs> you actually get more so so actually more. it can be it can be a little bit easy olivier we're, we're talking about that part of maybe sometimes giving a score to a dive and uh it, it, it to the diver he may not reflect what he expected or what he felt he did yeah. when you were a diver uh, yes. did that happen to you like did you do a dive and then when you came out of the water and you look on you say like oh come on man I, i think that's our first instinct right we we get out of the water we think it's a very good dive and then you look at the the score you're like what did i do and then you go talk to your coach and you see the other divers you're like why you know what happened was it that know? bad <laughs> but yeah and and and, and it, anyone filmed it can i watch it and then we look at it and oh, it's pretty good you know if you compare to the other competition but uh yeah it happened to me you know more <laughs> times that i can count and uh you know it's, you sort of feel bad to go see the judge and ask why but i think i think with uh because we're a family i think it's right to just go see the judge and ask hey how can I improve that dive? We're just trying to get the best performance of everyone and see the sports evolve. Yeah, and, and I think it also has to do with, you know, that we as divers in the competition, it, it's the heat of competition. You know, you're, you're really course, excited. You just course. finished a dive, so adrenaline is just flying. And, and all of a sudden, oh, you yeah. look to the side and you see seven and a half and you go like, oh, come Very on. But, but, you yeah. know, like when you calm down, you go like, yeah, that wasn't actually that good, you know? So it, yeah. it, it's, it's important to understand that the judges are sitting maybe focused on something different, not just on you as Orlando or or an, on a specific diver, uh, you, you're looking at the overall picture and it should be like that. Uh, so g get going to that, because you were mentioning something like that, uh, you know all the divers, you know how who's, mm -hmm. who's more technical than the other, who has yeah. a better entry, you know all these little details. Yeah. Can you take that out of the question? I mean, uh, the, you, you have a Canadian diver, uh, you know, can yeah. you block that out and just sit there and be objective and, and, and look at just the technique and what you're supposed to look at or, or certain things may get into the way? I think um, for me personally, I'm judging the performance. I'm not judging the diver. First of all, there's no room to be biased to another divers. Our goal is to be fair and give the right score. But uh, but yeah, well, no, we, we get some feelings as well. You know, we, <laughs> we see a good dive, we get goosebumps. We Sometimes we want to stand up and clap We're not allowed to, but sometimes we want to do it. Right, right. The competition sometimes gets to that point. So, so I mean, it, we're humans yeah. after all. So, you know, it's not like you're uh, going right, to sit there right. and not react at all. Um, I've been offered many times to judge, and I just refused every time. I'm really bad at judging. Um, maybe I think I'm too strict. I, I, I don't think I can, like all this that you've been explaining, I don't think I could do all of that because I'm too passionate about it, and, and then I'll, I'll get crazy but one thing now that i'm coaching divers i always tell my divers when you step on the platform when you step anywhere you make sure you show confidence because the judges are looking at you 
and and they can perceive that and and feel more comfortable like you said you you're expecting maybe a good diet from a guy that did good so can you guys perceive that part and how does that affect that final score yes it does because as soon as it, we can hear the bell this is when we start judging so when you step on the board the first thing we see is you know your position the way you're placed on the platform and as i said it it just it shows confidence you need I want to look at a diver that is on the platform and you know it like just the way he stands, he is going for perfect scores. And some of the divers, they're not as confident. They can show it. So it shows when the person is confident, yes or no. And I, I the advice I can give to all the athletes is just show that you're strong, you know, you're going for a perfect score, and then we will be more excited to look at the dive for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's it's uh trust me from as an spectator i i like it much better when i know somebody's standing on that platform and i know they're really confident and they're about to do just a great dive even if it doesn't work it feels better and I, and i also want to add you said that you're you know you you wouldn't be able or you wouldn't like to judge i would say the same thing about coaching i <laughs> i would not be a good coach i would not like to coach and you know i i think this is just um personality but but it, it's true i i you know some people You know, like to coach and people like to judge and it's just two different character we also do a, a lot of math when we judge we have one to two seconds before uh, to give our scores but some some dives gets a bit messy and um, we have few deductions to do a couple times into okay i need to take off one point for this half a <laughs> point for that two points for this and then okay so the dive is worth seven minus one minus half so You know, we have to we have to be very quick and, and alert, and uh, it's not for everyone. True. Let let's bring it down a little bit. This is we're getting too technical. Uh, let's let's talk about <laughs> yes. the fun part of judging. Um, if you yes. think about the, some of the the locations you may have studied or or you may have follow on on the live transmissions that Rebel Cliff Diving has on TV, uh, where do you wish you would have been part of that panel? Whether it was because it's a really cool location or because it was um, a, a, a competition you wish you would have been judging? Well, I think that uh, for the history of, of Red Bull that uh, I would have loved to participate and, and I, I, was, I was assigned to go in 2020 was uh, Italy. I think Polignaro, I think just the story of the city, the, the setup, I think uh, I, I think reflects well, you know, what's uh, what we're doing and and gather a lot of people and celebrate our sport. And we have a, a local hero there that adds I up know. to all the energy Alex, and it, it, the whole town oh just goes God. crazy. So it's amazing. I, yeah, yeah, I can imagine that's that's a good place to <laughs> to, to go. It, it's a good place, but if, if you want to know, also my favorite, I actually was part of it, was uh, Lebanon. And um, Lebanon for me was very special, you know, a few, few things here and there with like the zip line, we had to use a zip line to cross from, uh, from one place to the other. But I think the story, the people there were so generous, I, I think was by far my favorite one. And I think it's going to be hard to beat for sure. <laughs> and I tell you what, at Rebel Cliff Diving World Series, the good thing is there, when we think we've found the coolest place or the craziest place, the following season, they find a couple more. So uh You being the youngest judge, I'm sure you're going to have a few more chances to to, to go to, to those events. Olivier, we're taught not to judge people in, in normal life. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. do you find it sometimes maybe that 
uh, you go like you, you have training as uh, judging uh, you know how people behave or, or yeah. do or perform a dive do you find yourself maybe sometimes applying some of that to 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 the, to normal life to my life well you know it's funny because exactly we're so used to look at little uh, small details you know the, the pointed toe, uh, toes and and the, the arms are you know so uh, of course sometimes we you know we look at uh, look at people and just the way they walk and oh my god you know <laughs> <laughs> so cramped or you know it's funny because my uh, my mom is uh, olympic judge for diving for canada um so uh the, the, we always say uh, when we talk it's a we only judge diving we don't judge anything else you know it's uh, <laughs> because we're always tempted to you know give our opinion and and i think that's that's in our nature we've been judging for for, for quite a long time and we judge uh, a lot of events and And, uh, you know, every time we have our opportunity to give our, you know, our advice or our opinion, I think we, we all, we're always the first one to, uh, to jump on the, that occasion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we as athletes, and you were an athlete as well, yeah. you're always asked about what you take away from the sport and apply to your personal and your daily life, your professional life. Yeah. You've done that as an athlete and, and, you know, and it showed in your preparation And as a judge, you learn a different set of skills. Do you also apply some of that to your daily life? Not so much in judging, but uh, in, in some other aspects? Yes, I think what uh, judging, as uh, what I've learned is to take rational decision and, and gather all the information before you actually make a decision. Or, or uh, But I, when we judge, we have to make quick decisions, but good decisions, right? And And I think... In my in my uh, professional life, that has been, I think, my strength. And but I'm nothing imperfect, and and I, I'm learning every day. And every competition I go, I learn something new. We learn something new, all the judges. But also as an athlete, you learn. You also learn to be very uh, surgical with your schedule and and all that. So the combination of both uh, makes uh, who I am uh, today, for sure. And and I think you know it's. It, Myself as an athlete, I always surprise myself when I understand how many things I have taken from my sport and applied to my personal Amazing. life. I mean, it's uh, nothing can prepare you like that, you know. So exactly. I, I'm assuming is 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 the same for judging. Olivier, um, I want to thank you for joining us here at Orlando's World of Diving. Um, judging, to be honest, I think is one of the toughest jobs uh you have you like you say you have to deal with the elements uh sometimes you have to deal with uh the bad temper of some divers uh but you guys make the competition so much better uh like you said you take everything into account and make sure that the final result is uh, a fair one and that when the competition is over everybody's happy like i said before there's always going to be a winner and everybody else is going to be part of the group but you will have one more chance and um, you know you come back prepared and you're going to fight for that title so uh, i thank you for joining us today it's been great talking to you and i look forward to seeing you hopefully soon and we keep sharing some stories thank you very much for having me and then see you soon thank you thanks so much for listening to this episode of orlando's world of diving I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that the next episode is ready for you as soon as it's released. If you've enjoyed it, 
give us a rating and leave a review with what you thought about the podcast and what you've learned and might try and apply to your sporting, professional, or personal life. I'll see you next time.